Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort so you sleep better together. JD Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For JD Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com/awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hello and welcome to another edition of your favorite podcast, Insane in the Membrane. Greetings, everybody. I hope you're well. I hope you're good. Uh, welcome back to the show. Thank you for your continued support. Really appreciate it. All you lovely, lovely listeners out there. Um, yeah, I'm, we're still loving doing it. So we'll still do it as much as, as long as you want to want to have it. So thanks for that. Thank you to our patrons as well for helping us. Uh, very, we're very much appreciative of that too. Thank you, everyone. Um, yeah, we we uh, we slept on a boat last night, <laughs> so we were a bit we were all a bit knackered today because it was uh, it was good fun. It was good fun, but uh, we had a couple of beers and then uh, we got freezing cold. But luckily we had this tiny little heater thing and nothing got dropped. No, oh, no, did it? No, nothing got dropped into the river. We were fine. No one fell in. Uh, Producer Paul, myself, or um, uh, Big Knobs from our uh, our good friend. Simon from our uh, Tuned Up Time Machine radio show. We recorded that on there as well, so we've done that. So go over to Mixcloud and Spotify, Tuned Up Time Machine, go and have a listen to that, because you'll hear us yakking away on a boat. Fucking hell, who am I on boats now? Let's drive a van. Um, anyway, let's get on with it, shall we? Uh, it's been a trying week, you know. It's been freezing cold, and we can't afford to put our heating on. Um, but, you know, like, brighter days are coming. Brighter days are coming. Soon we won't need the heating on. Can open our windows for a bit and have a nice time and still, you know, panic about the winter when winter rolls around again. Um, yeah, we're Kate and I are very well. We're doing all right. We're having a bit, a bit stressful trying to trying to find money for bills and that. But we're all right. We, do you know what? It's the same all over. We're going to be fine. We're going to be fine. We've got food in our bellies. We've got, as long as you've got milk and tea bags, then you're fine. Or if you're not into your hot drinks or whatever, whatever your soft drink of choice is, or you're just drinking water, we've all got these things. We've got those things, a loaf of bread and love in our hearts. We'll be fine. <laughs> Where am I going with this? Okay, let's move on, Joey. This week's guest, Rob Copland. Uh, I love and admire, I love him so much. Um, and he's got a show coming out next week. His show, Rob Copland, Mainstream Muck, open brackets, give me some of that, close brackets. Uh, he's on uh, Monday 6th and Tuesday the 7th of March. That's next week, starts at 9pm, Soho Theatre. Go to the Soho Theatre website, that's where the link is. Honestly, go and see Rob, he's absolutely phenomenal and you'll come away out of breath from laughing and just his energy is next level. How he's going to keep it up for an hour, I don't know. But he's going to, he's, he's, he's honestly, he's like a bomb going off. It's fantastic. 
and I was like, yeah, come on the show. Come talk to people about it. Come and talk about you. And not only did he come on the show, he came to the studio. Actually came down on the train um, and we had him in the studio. And it was so nice. I love I love doing it by Zoom. Obviously, it's really great. But in, in person, you'll hear the difference. You can hear the difference in the energy when someone's in front of you and you're having a chat with him. I'm all fired up from talking to him. It's fucking great. I love this so much. It was a really great chat. We really we covered a lot of ground, and um, I think because the two of us were a bit excited to be in each other's company, we kind of like start one topic and it bounces around, and we try and bring it back um, to what we were talking about. But it's there. It's all there. It's still a great episode. Um, so let's get on with it, shall we? Coming up in a minute is Rob Copland. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. A podcast from producer Paul Dakota.uk. Insane in the membrane. I got your got your rider. Oh yeah. I saw I saw your list. So what I've done, I couldn't get it exactly. Oh my god, you actually got stuff. That's so I've got the bits I could get. So there's your fruit I got twist. Fruit twist. <laughs> and there's your I was so joking about this. <laughs> I know stuff. you were, I know you were. Oh, you there's your mini eggs your chocolate orange. Oh, I couldn't get you an actual That's so good. Couldn't get you a fruit bowl full. Yeah. And I couldn't get you a pork. Belly, Pork uh, belly, yes. Dinner. You got. I got you roast chicken oh, and thyme. Man, I love these ones. Sensations. I'm going to take those home. My partner's. They're yours. They, that's oh. yours. This is yours. Thank you so much. Um, well, what's going to happen now is that people listening to this and future guests yeah. are going to want the same. So, uh, anyone listening, uh, and you're going to come on the. If you, make it as weird as fucking possible. Yeah. All right, let's weird get, riders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because what was it? What did you want? Six hundred milligrams of. Six hundred milligrams of Ritalin. <laughs> I, I demanded Ritalin. I demanded Fanta Fruit Twist. That was it. Two fruit, litres. Yeah. A fruit bowl full of um, Fanta, um, Terry's chocolate oranges. I think that was it. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it was a bit short notice to get the Ritalin. Yeah. To be honest. get a prescription. I suppose you get or go on the dark web, maybe, but... Yeah? Yeah, maybe. I imagine Just ask so. anyone. Everyone's got 
fucking ADHD now. I was, <laughs> I, I was having I this conversation. That, yeah. Everyone's got fucking ADHD now. I, I So I was diagnosed with ADHD as a kid. Mm. And I've got this weird, like, ownership over ADHD. Yeah. It, like, in my head, I feel like I'm the only one who has ADHD. <laughs> Everyone I fucking know is getting diagnosed and put on meds. Wow. In their 30s and stuff. Yeah, and I, yeah. I'm really against using meds. Mm. For, although, like, I mean, it helped me concentrate in school but it suppressed my personality and it got it fucked me up well, that's bit, what it know? does isn't it that's the thing i think if you're there are you know there are some people if you this i've had this conversation with so many people lately if you're in this industry mm. you know you're in the entertainment industry chances are you have got some form of adhd yeah. on what some level some uh-huh. some are more extreme than others but you've got that that's why when you're at school you couldn't concentrate mm-hmm. it's boring mm-hmm. i couldn't concentrate at school mm-hmm. it was tedious and mm-hmm. dull I, I didn't care about any of it. I only got excited when it was like Ferdinand Magellan or whatever his name was and the, the Explorer. Okay. I remember that. But the rest of it, I just didn't care. Yeah, I didn't yeah, yeah. care. And It's hard to get yeah. kids with ADHD excited about stuff that they're not interested in. Exactly. If, 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 you, if you show them something that they're interested in, they kind of lock in and have hyper-focus. Exactly. And that's why like, when people with ADHD find comedy, they're like, oh, yeah. a place to, for the, the yeah. thing that's actually been holding me back this whole time. Exactly. exactly. Um, so I don't know why you'd want to go on meds and, this, and suppress... Yeah. I'm just I'm just anti meds. I think you should meditate. I think you should exercise. I think you should. But I mean, it's all that stuff so much easier said than done. Mm, I think but, if um, you're, I mean, we're lucky to do what we do. So we're in a, we're in a bit more of a privileged position where what we do affords us a bit more time mm, to meditate and maybe mm, do that. Whereas someone who's got nine to five job, kids, well, whatever I mean, I, else, so. I work and do comedy. I don't make enough money out of comedy, ah, okay. and I haven't I haven't worked in the last. Since October, basically, oh, I've been really? unemployed. It's been bleak. Yeah. It's been so Fuck. difficult. How have you coped? Um, I don't know if I have, to yeah. be honest. Just with the support of my wonderful fiance, Una, we have a flat together. And I, I've, been, I've just been at home alone looking for work. I've been apply. You know when you apply for like a hundred jobs? Yes. I applied for a job the other day on Have I Got News For You? Yeah, right. And so I work in TV. Mm. I've been in TV for like six years. And I, I have like three different CVs. I have one where I'm like a development researcher. Okay. I have one where I'm just a researcher. I have one where I'm a data wrangler and a runner. Okay. And that's the one that I get most jobs in yeah. because the CV is quite full in that one. And the researcher one's quite aspirational. I've done bits of research, mm. bits of this. And I applied for this job and have I got news for you the other day? And it was for Eclipse researcher. So it's finding the funny images that they show on, oh, on the shirt. Okay. You know? yeah. So I wrote my cover letter and I said, you know, I'm... I'm I'm a comedian. I've, I'm an award-winning comedian. Like I, I you know, I, I think I know what's funny. You know, yeah. like, like you know, like in the nicest professionalist way. I was not like I fucking know funny. <laughs> yeah. I know funny. <laughs> I got this. <laughs> yeah, but I'm also in TV and I'm a researcher, so I understand how joke writing works, yeah. and I understand how research and you know organisation in TV works, and just ignored, like complete, like oh, wow. I, and it's but but that's because my CV isn't. They just want someone who's done the job before, basically, and it's mm. so hard when you're transitioning trying to find. The kind of work that I want to do in TV, yeah, against the the stuff that I've just done because I can get it, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm about to go. I've just landed a job, which is such a huge relief because oh, well I've just actually had to borrow money off my dad to pay my rent. Which That's never fun. I had a big cry. Yeah, I haven't had one right. since my last relationship ended. Yeah, man, a cry can be like orgasmic in a way. Yeah, it's good afterwards. At the time when you're just 
inconsolable. Man, when I'm cry- I, I don't know if I'm a psychopath, but sometimes when I'm crying, I'm like, you're fucking crying, dude. Like, there's like another point. <laughs> there's like a little thing in my head, like looking at me crying, being like, I can't fully just let go and be in the cry. There's mm. part of me that's like seeing it cinematically, like, oh, look at you at your lowest moment. <laughs> <laughs> you're like a narrator. Yeah, <laughs> kind of like, oh my God, you're doing it. You're actually, because I never cry. I never cry. No. Always holding it in. My dad never, my dad, after his mum's funeral, said to me, oh, I almost, oh, I almost went there. <laughs> Your mum's dead. Both your parents are dead now. Just completely, Dad. It's okay to cry. It's your mum's funeral. Yeah. Yeah. My dad. I had to. My my cousin let me know from Australia that my my dad's mum had died. He Mm. said. He said. Is everything all right? I got his message on Facebook, and he went. He goes. Hey, Rich. He goes. Is is Dad all right? I'm like. Yeah, I think so. Why? What's the matter? And he went. He's like. He goes. He goes. This this, is like Nan's passed away. So I'm just making sure he's okay. I'm like. I've not heard anything. Mm. So I rang him. And uh, mum picked up and she just went, I went, I said, mum, is, is dad there? Just just go have a word with him. He comes on the phone. I'm like, all right, dad. Um, um, I don't know how to say this, dad, uh, but Nan's passed away. Your your mum's passed away. And he went, okay, all right. And he, I even said to mum, my mum's passed away. And mum went, right. And then I went, Whoa. yeah. And I went, he went, okay, all right. I went, okay, you're right, dad. He went, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Cool. What? And yeah. so in the space of like five minutes, I was I ended up I spoke to my dad. I went, All right, Dad, listen, I'll give you a call later on, Dad. All right, I love you loads, see you later. And I ended up sitting on these steps in the middle of Soho going, What the fuck mm. just happened? Mm. I mean, I know he had a shit relationship with his mum. Mm-hmm. And that was why he wasn't asked, but It doesn't feel it it's emotionless. Oh, yeah. And it's not a... So often, how are you? Yeah, all right. Yeah, fine. Well, get that out of the way. <laughs> yeah, tell me exactly how it really. Yeah, yeah. But it's so hard. It's, it's in them; they can't break it. Yeah, yeah. And it and it kind of, it's like, I don't know what it. It's part of our evolution and our nature mm. as as men yeah. to really bottle our feelings up and not let them out because I think. We're supposed to be like the stoic front of the mm. the tribe or whatever. Like that, that's that that's what I feel like. Our in, in, like my my genetic heritage is yeah. telling me to be stoic because if I'm breaking up, then my kids, my wife, like I've got to yeah. be the I've got to be the front of the boat, just battering through the water. <laughs> but that's it. Like back in the day when we had to hunt together, like literally do that mm. because you know most men are genetically stronger. Mm. So it may, you know, they were the ones that, you know, they got, they got sent out, mm. go and get the fucking food, mm. dickhead, mm. right? And then bring it back and I'll sort it out. Mm. And so then that's how it was. But now we don't have to do that. Mm. And so everyone's more equal. Mm. But we do, like you said, it's in us genetically. Yeah. There's still that kind of, no, 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 no. Yeah. I have to keep it together because if I don't, I weaken the tribe and yeah. I weaken the I weaken the search yeah. party for food yeah, and then yeah, we can't yeah. have that and so and it's it, it, yeah. does, it doesn't feel like that I, I don't I don't feel like that day to day life in 2023 I don't feel like I can't cry and I have to keep it together no but if I feel the urge to cry I fight it I really fight yeah. and resist it yeah it's bizarre cried my eyes out when I watched the uh, episode three of the, the last, last of us, us. fucking yeah, hell really like ugly crying yeah. I was proper really? from snot bubbles yeah. everything I was like oh, oh my god and my wife was next week she'd already watched it she'd already seen it she said, and she's like she goes because we were watching it together and then she went, look, she goes I couldn't help it she goes I had to watch another one and I went yeah that's alright don't worry about it she went no 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 you have to watch it. Yeah. You have to watch it. And it was one of the most beautiful. Yeah, number three is really, oh really my crazy God. good, isn't it? Fucking yeah. hell, I'm, just I'm like, loving. I'm obsessed with The Last of Us. I've, I've played yeah. the games. Oh, did you? Both 
twice. Yeah. And like, as I'm watching the episodes, I go and play the bit from the game. I'm not, ah. I'm not hyper nerdy about many things in life. No. Blink-182, stand-up comedy and The Last of Us, <laughs> pretty much. Oh, and, and films, like quite, quite a few films. And stuff. Yeah, yeah, I love films. But, um, I'm obsessed with The Last of Us. I, had, I think I had a panic attack the first time I played it. Really? It, yeah, it was. Well, I think it was the first time I had a panic attack. Mm. It was just. It was like the week after I finished uni. Okay. And I was like, "What am you know?" I also had like a feeling of panic when I finished school. Right. When I was like, "Oh, I'm not in a regimented system anymore, mm. where there's I have to be here at this time, and I'm just free, and I feel like I'm falling." I finished uni and we were smoking loads of weed yeah. and we were playing The Last of Us and it's the opening scene when the pandemic kicks in. Right, yes. And my friends are playing it and they're on the sofa and I'm just laying on the bed behind them looking at the ceiling trying not to have a heart attack. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I just started thinking about all of my life and everything because mm. I, I hadn't made any decisions about what was next and stuff. And, and they just... put so much on it when you're at school. They say, you need this. Mm. You need these... Mm. You need these... Oh um, you need all these GCSEs and you need this. You need this. I failed. And you're like, oh, GCSEs. yeah, I didn't even bother. Yeah. I just stopped going to school. I just wandered off. And I just, just had a flashback to yeah. sitting. When we went into school to get our GCSEs, I've just had a flashback to, like, because it, like, it, it was the hall where we mm. had our assemblies and there was just tables and you just go around to each table and get your results right. for subject. Getting them all and being like, G, D, oh, God. E, and sitting on the floor cross-legged crying. Yeah, because you think your life's over. I, I failed everything. I had to redo my GCSEs and then I did a BTEC in media. Yeah. I've only got a film degree as well. That's what you do when you're an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> That's the ADHD. It's the one thing. I went, I yeah. did um, GCSEs again at college and it was media studies that I was like, wait, this is something that we study? Like, yeah. this is so fun. I'm well into this. <laughs> and it was nice to find something academically that I could get my teeth into. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's, I think we're very lucky to be, because I'm, I'm always on the move, I've realised. Like mm. My dad used to say this years ago. I'm always, I am always moving forward. I'm always like, yeah, I'll do that. Yeah, I'll do that. And not really any, it's only recently now, I've just turned 51. I'm like, oh, fuck. I haven't really prepared. For, this is where I was supposed to be kind of sorted. Mm. You know, I've got mm. a pension in place. I've got mm -hmm. this, I've got that. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, oh, no, I've been so busy going, I'm doing that, I'm doing that, I'm yeah. doing that, I'm doing it, and fucking up and yeah. doing doing well, fucking up again. And now I'm like, oh, shit. Okay, yeah. now I've got no choice but to keep pushing on. Yeah, right. You know? That's quite scary, isn't it? Yeah. You know that statue of the guy holding the earth? You know, the guy oh, yeah. crouched holding the big earth? <laughs> yeah. I think about that sometimes when I think of that. <laughs> Is that Atlas? Yeah, that's it. Yeah. So what happened? So you had to... Sorry, you are going to say something. I just... It's just... I, as a kid, just always thought I'd be rich one day. I just thought, yeah, oh, I'll be yeah, fine. Yeah. Like, I don't yeah. need to get a long-term job because at some point in my life, I'll just come into a shit ton of cash. <laughs> As a kid, I just had that thought. Like, Same. oh, I'll yeah. just be in a film one day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'll be, I'm a, I'm a funny guy. I'll be Robin Williams in the future and I'll just be, yeah, yeah, I'll yeah. have like my own Jim Carrey moment or something. Well, I'm just, yeah, they just, they'll be, but they'll, all the film offers will be piling up by the door. But, yeah, it was 1990. So there was about a billion other kids having that exact same thought. Yeah. And now the economy's fucked because everybody wants to be famous. Yeah. No yeah. one wants to do a, no one wants to do a proper day's job. work. No, my, my, my girlfriend, my, my fiance Una, is an occupational therapist and she does an ama amazing job. She works in paediatrics, she works with oh, kids brilliant. with extreme disabilities and stuff. And she had a full day clinic the other day mm. and this girl pulled a sickie on her and she had to do the clinic all by herself. And I was like, I was, I was away working and yeah. I was like, what, what, like, what? She's pulling a sickie. And she was telling me about this girl and she's like, oh, she's, she wants to be a singer and like oh, her Instagram yeah. is just her and stuff. And it's like, if I have a TV job, I put my heart and soul into it because yeah. people are depending on you. Got to just get the just get the fucking job done. Just yeah. do your job as well as you can do your job. Someone's yeah. hired you to do it, 
And this person just pulled a sickie on Una and left her because Una hasn't got this desire to be mm. the centre of attention. Yeah. Like most people these days. Yeah, it's getting, anyway, it's getting, it is getting a bit silly. Yeah. It's getting to a point you kind of go, because everyone's, people are like, well, why would I go and watch you? Mm. Well, I'll do it myself. I'll, yeah. well, I'm a performer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, know, yeah no, yeah. you're a singer on Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> that's different. But it's like that, so I'm a model on Instagram, and then someone goes, oh, yeah, that's cool. I'm a soldier on in Call of Duty. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> I remember you said that. Um, so how did you feel? You had to go to your dad. Just recently. Yeah. Cash. And you just... I put it off for such a long time. Yeah, I put yeah. it off for such a long time. But I just kind of realised... I've, I've just got to the bottom of as far as my overdraft will let me go. Mm. And I thought it's do something stupid, like take out another one or get a weird credit card or do just get yeah. into more debt yep. or like just ask for help. And it was really hard. I put it off for a very long time. Mm. And kind of... I always let it go down to the final minute and then just asked him for help and he gave me a bit of a lecture but in, in like a nice way yeah 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 um, but um, yeah it's like my, my dad's great they're, they're, they they do they sort me out but it has to, it's I can't bear the the mm, asking and the, yeah. and the what comes next yeah because he's always like look if you ever need anything just ask me yeah and then I ask he's like right <laughs> yeah, like, oh yeah. god yeah you know what, yeah, yeah. I know dad I know like, well, you're in your 50s now like, yeah I know dad yeah but it's different now yeah, it's yeah. not nice. And I've just, the money's just gone straight on rent. Just to, Yeah. Well, actually, I still need, I'm waiting for some money to come in from gigs because it was just, it was still just under, but that money should be coming in too. <coughs> oh, I think that's it. It's, I had this conversation, my my wife got a bit upset the other day because we just didn't have the money for the rent. And so we had to message the landlady and go, look, we just haven't got it. And she said, oh. well, you know, as long as you can like, get it to me, she goes, I won't charge you this time because she charges, there's a, Oh, like an overcharge for, going, for not having money. Yeah, That's yeah, like yeah, crazy. yeah. And you're going, all right, fine. So now we've got to find two lots of rent. Jeez. So my wife's having a bit of a meltdown. I was like, look, do you know what? It doesn't fucking matter, mm. you know? She's like, yeah, but I owe this and I owe that. I went, well, this is how much I owe. She mm. went, oh, fuck. I yeah. went, yeah. I said, I'm in proper debt. You and- know what? I-, I was thinking about debt the other day. Yeah. Me and my partner Una watched a little bit of... Um, Michael Jackson, this is it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, when he was going to do the O2 return and yeah. then he died. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I was in Egypt on in Sharm El Sheikh when he died. Really? And we found out on our phones and stuff. And I was I was running up and down the strip, just grabbing yeah. people by the shoulders, being like, you know Michael Jackson? You know Michael Jackson? And then I'd start doing the moonwalk. And they'd go, ah, yeah, I love Michael Jackson. I'm like, yeah, he's dead. <laughs> and run to the next one. I was on, like, a trip, just going from person yeah. to person, just telling, the, the pedo's dead! <laughs> he's dead! Um, but, um... I can't believe it when I'm in a pub and they play Michael Jackson music. I'm like, what are you doing? You're paying paedophile music. This guy's a... He's still around. People won't let it go. He wanted to touch... Get this off your fucking speakers now. It's crazy. Um, But um, I I, I, I was feeling bad about my debt. I'm like, it's like two Mm. grand, my debt at the minute. And I was watching this um, MJ thing and uh, we Googled like, oh, how much debt was Michael Jackson in when he died? (laughs) It's like two hundred million or something. How? Uh, it's it's like a crazy amount what? of money because he was paying off everyone because of all the horrible uh, things he did and right. like he just made so many bad business decisions and personal decisions, you know. Fucking and hell. I'm like, oh right, he's in four. I'm fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm fine. It's like my wife. She said, oh, I owe three grand. I went, I owe twenty. Yeah. I owe nearly twenty grand. She's like, how do you sleep? I went, I don't. That's mm. why I'm always up in the middle of the night. Mm. And you roll over, and my side of the bed's cold because right. I've not been in it. Oh god. She said, oh my god, what we're we gonna do? I went. I've got to that point now. I'm like, I don't know. I'm going to speak to everyone. And I haven't got anything. I haven't got anything to sell that you can have. 
Isn't it quite liberating just, that feeling though? Yeah. I mean, like you, you go, can't touch can't, me. You, I've got nothing. You go, I've got take nothing. It. Yeah, yeah. And you're like, they're like, well, you, why did you take it? You go, I didn't take it, did I? It just built up. Yeah. It's like with the tax. I have a bit of tax, and they just—I spoke to them, and they went, they went, "Yeah, but you weren't this much." You go, "Yeah, but it didn't come in like that." Yeah. I'm not sliding around on coins like Smaug. <laughs> they think you did, you're like you're scooping it up. You go, "No, no, no! One it's money, one bit of money from yeah, that's flat, covered oh, in grease, yeah. coins. <laughs> <laughs> mm, coins." But it's—it doesn't come in like that. Like you'll mm. do—you'll do seven gigs in a week. Mm-hmm. One lot of money will come in for one from one of those gigs, and then you go, "Right, well, that's got to go on." food that week it's got to go on petrol to get to the next gig mm. whatever else you've got yeah. to pay for but we're not walking around in gold trainers mm. and, and crowns and mm. fur coats and that yeah. it's just we've got nothing we're all trying to get by yeah and it's hard it's, it's fucking hard yeah it shouldn't be this difficult just no. to fucking live a normal life and I do say I do I'm all the time going it's a very privileged position I'm in mm. that I get to do what I love and people are happy to pay to see mm. me very and I don't that doesn't go by I don't mm. you know I've done the jobs where you're driving a van and delivering mm. furniture and digging holes in the floor you know so I get it mm. that those are fucking horrible jobs yeah, yeah, yeah. and so for me to be dancing around with people going Aah! and then moaning that I've not got enough money is, yeah. is it doesn't go, I, don't, I don't I do I'm aware so anyone listen to this I know what I sound like mm. right <laughs> it's okay yeah it's 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 just difficult and I think if you think about money too much it just gets in your head and stuff yeah. like. Just as long as, you know, when you, you, I sometimes I, I like, I remember like cycling back from gigs, like when I was, a, I mean, I kind of still just am an open mic, but oh, I don't know. I'm, no, I'm, man, I'm, you're I'm so theater. Come on. Yeah, I am. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, man. Um, but like when I was like first, like, you know, when you're like head over heels in love with stand up, yeah. when you're figuring it out and, you, and you've like smashed for the first time, cycling back from a gig. Oh, yeah. No money in my pocket. Little bit pissed, no yeah. job the next day, thinking like I'm the richest man in the world right now. Yeah. All of my friends back in Southampton who've got mortgages and families, nice one. Yeah. But like I'm I'm an artist <laughs> and I'm free to yeah. do as I please. You know, like in not in like a crazy way, but just like this it, I feel so rich right now, yeah. in, enriched in what I'm doing with my life rather than like checking in, checking out of a job, doing the thing, yeah. making the smiling at the colleague <laughs> I sit opposite every day. Um, but it is a noble thing, you know. I have so much respect for my dad and and my and my mum who just like part, like figured out their own. Like my dad set up his own business and my mum's a therapist. Brilliant. And my mum trained herself. Like she she took it upon herself. She was a nurse when she was younger. And then she was like, I want to be a psychotherapist and mm. help people. And now she's just left working at the Priory. She set up a private practice oh, at her wow. home. Like all, they're, they're both like independent. You know what I mean? They're both like, I don't yeah. need, I don't need no bus telling me what to do. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I always, I've kind of modelled my approach to to work and stuff on on them mm. being like I'm not just going to join a company and work my way up I'm going to start my own thing and yeah yeah well how did you feel when you were a kid and this is a, a lot of, yeah that is a later thing how old are you 32 32 right so yeah you're the same age as my eldest son oh wow almost yeah he'll be 31 next month fuck um so it was, yeah it was different when I was growing up there wasn't they didn't really test for ADHD. Like, ADHD wasn't even a thing. I was diagnosed in the 90s. Yeah. Listening, or you posers out there, your 2023 <laughs> diagnosis. 1993! <laughs> I'm coming in hard, baby! <laughs> what made them decide that they needed to check <laughs> your checks, man? opposite me for the last... Um, just, um, no, I can see it. Yeah. So I, I went to like quite a good school when I was a kid. I... 
my, my family moved out to Singapore when I was young. My dad mm. got a job. Right. And we went to like a private school out there. Yeah. I've, got, I've gone up and down the class systems. My parents both working class, born middle class, yeah. moved to Singapore. We were like upper class. We had like a maid and stuff. Wow. And then came straight back. Like uh, My dad lost his job out there and we were working class. <laughs> and then we worked our way back up to middle class. Um, Sounds like shit's Creek. It's been fun. <laughs> I, I I don't feel like I have a class because of no. it, which I really enjoy. I feel a bit classless and like a that's cool between them all. Um, but um, what was the question? What who? Um, what was uh, what triggered the oh, them just to, yeah. disruptive in class? Mm. You know, like the report that I'd always get was like Rob's not a bad student. He's just disruptive. Like if he could concentrate a bit more, and his organisation is terrible and stuff. Mm. Um, yeah, and then. Uh, just got taken for like a an analysis or something. Yeah, right. Um, put on Ritalin, which I've hated. It suppressed my appetite. I couldn't eat. I was really skinny. Yeah. I was very quiet. And like, it gave me like this weird complex where like people at school, especially when I moved back to England, would be like, uh, like some days I wouldn't take it. Mm. Some days I wouldn't take it. And they'd be like, whoa, who's this guy? Like, well, Rob Blue. And I'd be like, yes. <laughs> and then other days I'd take it and people would come up to me like, oh, do you take your Ritalin today? And I'd be like, yeah. And they'd be like, oh. oh and I'm like, oh my God. Bobby's not here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so like, there's this, um, who, what, yeah. what, do, what do the, 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 the crowd, like, what about my, my fellow um, students? Like what? The, well, the could, students want it, but the teachers don't. My, School for me was just trying to make my classmates laugh. Right, that was yeah. it. I wanted to dis- disrupt the class, like disrupt the teacher. The teachers liked me, but they were like, wrong. Like, come on. <laughs> You've I, got it. You yeah, know how to do this. It sent me out a lot. Um, but my main objective in school was making my classmates laugh. That's how I felt I could be accepted, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I got diagnosed when I was a kid and um, took Ritalin up until college, I think. And then at college, I came off of it. Yeah. And that's when I was studying media and it was like... It was so good to come off it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think it's, uh, we talked about this um, on a couple of episodes ago where sometimes you need that, you need that edge. You mm. need to feel anxiety and you mm. need to feel, I mean, no, don't get me wrong, when it's debilitating and that's all you feel yeah. and you're like, I, then yes, obviously you need help. Yeah. But when it, you sometimes, you, sometimes it's going to be, you're going to be in, a, in an uncomfortable situation yeah. and you're not going to know how to deal with it, mm-hmm. but you need that because yeah. then when you come out the other side and you go, fuck, I dealt with that. Yeah. I coped with it. Yeah. It's you're not going to feel that if you're on medication. It's just hundred percent. I mean, yeah, like you say, absolutely. If you if you feel like you absolutely need it, go for it. Yeah, yeah. But I think long term solutions is learning to harness it and use it use it in your favor. Mm. Because it's like I don't know. It's like uh, sometimes I think about uh, the Sims. You know, when you made a Sim, I don't know. I'm aware of it. Yeah, you, you add in. You have like ten points. And then you add like oh, creativity and you add, right. but oh no, I put all of the things on creative. They can't just be creative and then not like organized. <laughs> so ADHD, like the stats are way off on like energy, like, yeah. <laughs> like distractibility <laughs> and like, you know, so, but if you can just make that, that setup that you've got work in your favor. Yeah. Like if I'm trying to concentrate, I put music on, I put the lights on, I have like a lot going on and, that, yeah, and then yeah, I just yeah. lean into it yeah. rather than turning everything off and turning it and just trying to, focus in it's like yeah. no that doesn't work best for me no like I need to be like in a busy high street like, coming up with yeah do you know what I realised because everyone keeps telling me and I keep saying they go yeah you got ADHD Rich. Mm. it's ADHD and um, I'm not going to get I'm, I don't need to go and get tested I'm just like alright if I have f- fine mm. I get it I think there is something because I, I'm the same I used to be like oh right I'm going to do I've got to do some writing I've got to do something mm-hmm. switch everything off mm-hmm. don't be distracted but now I'm like oh no I have to have like music on mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
I can't put the television on because mm-hmm. I'm like I, I just watch it. Yeah, and that's that's what I, if like my missus says that we're in a pub. I don't follow football. Don't care about it. But if we're in a pub and it's on, uh-huh. I'll just be glued to it. Right, <laughs> She's yeah. like, yeah. and I'm like, I don't think it's the football. I think it's just the yeah, fact it's the television. Colours. The pretty colours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, look at that. And so what I have to do, and I did this yesterday, I was doing my washing and then I had to do something else and then put stuff in my bag and then do something else. And I I got the washing out of the washing bin and I put it down and then I went to go into the bedroom to see if there's anything else kicking around. Ended up folding things and putting so and then I'm like and then I, I literally just went do one thing nice yeah. and I had to go back out do one yeah, thing just yeah. do one thing <laughs> and I said it out loud <laughs> went back did the washing put the washing on like, right now and I'm, this is how I was the, the whole day I'm going right you put the washing on now now you can do something else because yeah. the washing's on yeah. and all day long I'm doing all this just just do shouting thing. at myself just do one thing <laughs> that's a great motto to live by yeah just do one thing um, what is your biggest creative black hole? Like the thing that for me, it's YouTube. You mentioned it earlier yes. before we started recording. Yeah. Once I get on YouTube, I'm gone. Absolutely gone. I spend when people say to me, especially if I'm away at weekends and it's not, I, I, you know, you haven't got a lot of money, so you don't want to go wandering around yeah. the shops. I'll yeah, I'll just be staying wherever I'm staying, and I've got my laptop. And it's I'm an just ADHD like, paradise. God, or my anything. You go, oh yeah, I don't know about that. I'm watching fucking yeah. goals from 1994, <laughs> Southampton relegation battle. I'm watching fist fights on the streets of Ireland. Yep, seeing that. What yeah, is yeah, going, yeah. Why am I? Why do I want to watch that? I'm watching asteroids flying out the sky in Russia. I'd like, it's just everything is there. You can find anyway. It is, and you just get lost in it. I end up. What I end up doing as well is Googling old cast members from TV shows I used to watch oh, and yeah. seeing where they are now. Yeah, I love that stuff. Because I'm getting to a point now, like a lot of the people I used to watch when I was a kid, they're yeah. all gone. They're right. All, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. And then a lot, I've seen all the old actors, they all died of lung cancer, oh, angina, yeah. all that. And you go, yeah, because they all smoked, smoked like all the time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I get lost in that and I'm like, oh, thank God I don't smoke. Never have done. Well, then, you know, then, then, yeah. then you're watching a video of a doctor explaining how fucked your lungs are if you yeah. smoked during your 20s yeah, or something yeah, and you're like okay yeah. what can I do what can I do <laughs> <laughs> really to be honest there's nothing you can do just, yeah. you just gotta be the, you just gotta yeah you're gonna overindulge just try not to all the time I don't be know be kind to yourself yeah just be kind to yourself but this is it isn't it that's the, that's the thing it's not to beat yourself up about when you can't focus go oh fuck everyone else is focused and they're not mm. The best bit of mental health advice I've ever received was from my friend Will Rowland, who's in Quizards. Do you know mm. those guys? I know Quizards, yeah. Quizards. Uh, Quizards. Yeah, oh, it's Quizards. No. Oh, no, Quizards is a... That was a... Um, that was a pub quiz name. Oh, yeah, For a go. team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. sorry. Um, Quizards are a sketch group. They've just done a great show in Edinburgh called Cowboys. I love those guys. They're, they're like my best friends right. as well. Um, but I was, in, I was having a really rough time before The Fringe just gone mm. and met up with will and he gave the best bit of advice he's like i i was saying something like um oh i probably won't even like do that or like if i could just do one thing for once in my fucking if i could finish something for once mm. in my fucking life and he was like listen to the way you're speaking to yourself you're speaking to yourself like an angry dad yeah. or like someone who's about to hit you it's like a drill sergeant who's like you're pathetic and you're an idiot get down mm. on the ground and give me 10 yeah like you keep fucking up you're an idiot and it is kind of my objective self looking at my life and being like I am a fuck up. Yeah. Man, I fucked up so bad at work the other day. We, oh, so I really? did like two days on the one show. Yeah. Right. We, we were shooting in Norwich, overnighting in Chelmsford, shot all day in Norwich. The guy, the guy we were with in Norwich had flown over from Guernsey to oh, be wow. there just for the day. And yeah. then he was going to fly back the next day. 
I packed up the car before we left, drove down to Chelmsford, got there and started unpacking the van. And the shoot was like, whose bag's this? I'm like, oh, what? Is that not ours? I thought this was one of our camera bags. Uh, and I was like, oh, it must be the... Oh, God, I hope his passport's not... Open up his passport's in there. And I was like, right, oh, I'm an idiot. No. I'm an idiot. And I always I always fuck up big... T- I'm, you know, you're just yeah. like, you're an idiot. This is so what you... You always fuck up like this because of your ADHD and you just wanted to get out of there because you just wanted to get home. You're being self... You know, and you come down yourself yeah, real yeah, hard. Yeah, yeah, and then yeah. I've got to drive for an hour and a half with all those thoughts <laughs> in my head. Pull into a Burger King and eat that alone in the... You know what I mean? Fuck. Like, just... But... So anyway, back to so that's like an example of the kind of thing where I come down really hard on myself. Yeah. And my friend Will was just like, "Listen to the way you're speaking to yourself. You're being so cruel to yourself. You just have to be compassionate when you speak to yourself in your head. Go, all right, you've made a mistake. Don't worry, you've got an hour and a half. And it worked for a while. Like it, it since I've been unemployed recently, I have been being a bit of an arsehole to myself. Mm. Just being like, oh, yeah. Or blaming yourself. Just yeah. people don't like you. When I post about the, you know, I'm posting a picture of me crowd surfing at a gig mm. and it feels like so chauvinistic and I just see the negative, how how people, if they if they don't like me, I'm, I'm hearing their voice in my head. Right. When I post it, I'm like, look at that fucking prick. Mute. <laughs> oh, he thinks he's so good because he crowds, what a fucking prick. And no one's thinking that. Well, I bet I'm sure, I'm sure one or two are. <laughs> no one that matters. Only people that are probably not happy to see other people or a bit, a bit envious. Mm. There might be one, maybe two, but not everyone else loves you. And everyone else will see that and go, everyone I speak to goes, fucking, every time I go Rob Copland, they go, fucking, yeah. <laughs> right, I've asked you to come and see that band with me, right? Benefits. Yeah, Benefits. That's going to be great. I've been and listening to them. I, because I would talk to someone, I've spoken to loads of people and they were all going, yeah, yeah, no, that's not, that's not really my cup of tea. And I can't remember, it might have been Tom Ward. Mm. And he said, Rob, Rob mm. Copland. I think it was him. Mm-hmm. And I went, yeah, yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then and you were like, fuck yeah, I'm having this. Mm-hmm. Mate, people like you. Thanks. So all that shit, when you're, and we all do it, I do it. I said this yesterday, God, I'm so fed up with the self-promotion. Mm. But you have to do it. This is the nature of the business now. You have to be seen mm. to be, you mm. have to be seen. Mm. And so pictures like that, you crowd surfing, you getting the, getting the pit going at a comedy night. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's your thing. That's what yeah, you do. And people yeah. want to see it. And people are going to go, who's this maniac? I want to go and see him. Yeah. I mean, well, yeah, some people will. And some people will be like, I do, I would I'm not like to be near that room <laughs> because the show is quite intense. I, mm. I, I sat down to like relearn the show the other day. I was watching a video. Mm. I started watching the, the show from the beginning and the voice in my head was just like, look how pathetic and desperate you are. Yeah. Look how desperate you are for them to laugh at you. You're coming out, you're screaming. You're, you're standing on chairs. You're going, come on, love me. You're pretty much, you're, the, the, the subtext of what you're doing right now is love me. You're screaming, love me. And, but that's just like my, my negative. But, and then I try and dismantle that and think, okay, mm. what, what, why? Do, and then I go back to the origin. I, I've got my old notebook that I created the show in, the, the one that I had for the whole time that the show was coming together. And I come to remind myself, oh, yeah, this is a show about my love of mosh pits and like yeah. how, like, when I was a kid, there was this great music venue near me when I was growing up called the Joiner's Arms in Southampton. Okay. Yeah, I know it. Saw Yardak there not long ago. Oh, one Yardak, of, man. One of the best brilliant. fucking gigs I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. But there was like local bands, Kerouac, Not Advised, The Long Haul, like these great wow. local bands coming up when I was a kid. There was a great scene in Southampton. Yeah. And I used to like idolize lead singers of bands. And I'd just stand in the crowd and like watch them conduct the mosh pit. And like, and I was like, that is it. That's the business. Yeah. Like, that's the coolest thing you can do in life. The coolest thing you can do in life is scream, kick it into a microphone. <laughs> kick it! <laughs> <laughs> like, it's just like, so, 
the, that that show the, the show that I'm doing at um, Soho is kind like part of it is about mm. that. It's about my my love for the the, the pit. My I music. yeah, it's it's I love music. I love being in those old music venues now. Not many of them left. They're all kind of getting knocked down, but. The ones I've been lucky enough that are still there, and I've been able to go back to, and the, just this, I just the, the, the smell of old lager and man. sweat and patchouli oil and the things of beauty. Fucking love it, man! And I remember I've moshed a few times. I've said this in here before. The one early stage dive I did was uh, I went to see the Exploited in oh, yeah. yeah, in like late eighties, early nineties. Uh, late eighties, yeah. And myself and my mate Pat, who used to go to all these bands with, yeah. we were in this punk phase. And I remember getting up on stage with him. And he's like, and all the mosh pit is going, do it, do it, everyone's because everyone's jumping off left, right, and centre. Pat disappears, don't know where he's gone, and I'm like, I'm on the on my own, and Watty, the singer's there, and he's just going like that. So I'm like, (laughs) so I jump and I leap, and I miss the mosh pit, and I hit the floor behind the mosh pit. Yeah, I went over it. (laughs) I felt my legs catch, obviously someone's arms, and I hit the floor like a fucking lawn dart. You know that shot? You know that shot in ET when he goes past the moon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like over the, going over the pit. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, past the drum riser. <laughs> and into the floor, just fucking bang. Like oh, that. And man. I got cramped, got up really quickly because I was embarrassed. I spent the rest of the gig picking up money off the floor where everyone was coming off oh, the nice, stage. And it was all, so I got smart. kebabs on the way home. Yeah, perfect. But all that, moshing as well. So I loved that. We moshed at the Wonder stuff and... All those times. The last time I moshed, though, was uh, Lost Profits at Glastonbury. Really? <laughs> yeah, I was with my mate, Lee, and my then-girlfriend, Shell, and we were stood there. And I stood right on the edge. This is before, obviously. Mate, it's the annoying yeah. how fucking much I love that band. Such a fucking good band. I love that band, band so fucking much. When I worked at... So in between the lockdowns, I got a job at SOS Clothing, my mates, and printing T-shirts. And we used to have XFM and all that on. And then uh, and then we were just talking about Lost Profits. And we were saying, oh, what a shame it is, because that first album... Start something. Fucking yeah. killer album. Oh, my God. Is it um, Shinobi? Oh, that, okay, that's the... Yeah, yeah. what's that one? The Fake Sound of Progress. Yes. Yeah. Fuck. Shinobi vs. Dragon Ninja. Yes. If you're so empty, got me... I shouldn't sing his lyrics because yeah. he should be dead. Yeah, he like, should be dead. Yeah, he should, yeah. he deserves to die. Yeah, he does, yeah. Death sentence for that man. Absolute cunt and horrific. Yeah, and it's we were standing there talking about it and how sad it is. And I had Sean Smith on the show, um, who was in he's in the Blackout. Oh wow, uh, yeah, I saw uh, them at yeah. the Joiners. Raid, Raiders, that's it. Yeah. Raiders. Did you? Yeah, I saw the Blackout. The I think they're back together. And they're Kids in again. glass houses. My like show with them, yeah. So I had him on, and we were talking to him, and he was he's mates with them. Nice. And he just said, like, no one fucking knew. He said, we all knew Ian was a bit right. weird. Yeah, yeah. No one knew what was going on. Did you speak about that on? on the yeah, show? yeah, yeah. He oh, told wow. us all about it. Oh. So if you, yeah, have a listen to that I'll episode because yeah. he's he goes into detail, going like, we didn't know. Because obviously we didn't fucking yeah, know. Yeah, of course. I mean, you keep that kind of stuff. To yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And he goes, yeah, we knew it was weird, but we didn't know to what extent. And and now those lads, like, they can't even, like, they had such a great back catalogue, but they can't even touch it. No. Because you don't want to be associated it's, with it's it. It's horrific. It, I can't imagine what it must be like to for, for the art that you created to just be destroyed by somebody's yeah. actions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so horrific. So horrific. And it's also fucking like, it feels like such a depressing stab in the back to your your youth. Well, I had pictures of that guy on my wall growing up. And cool it's as like, fuck. I wanted to buy purple trousers because he looked yeah, fucking great. Yeah, in yeah. Fuck yeah. Man. And then so we were. I can't. The, tr- yeah. I don't. I, I don't trust like anyone these days. They're like comedians coming out as Peter oh, and stuff. 
And like, there's part of me, like a sick part of me in my head where I'm just like, I'm going to start just judging people by my instincts now. Yeah. Like, because it's like Jimmy Savile. Yeah. yeah my radar's yeah. going off. My mum and dad used to say, my dad was always like, no, absolute wrong. Wrong. Absolute yeah. wrong. Uh, there was a few of them back then. He's like, no, no, no. And then one by one, they've all come out. Really? And, uh, and he's like, and he's just like, yeah, they were all, they were all at it. And um, yeah, and then the latest one with Tom Bins and that fucking Crazy. car crash, and you're going accidentally downloading. It was him. a mistake. Yeah, it was in amongst all those other stuff. Yeah, to. my ADHD fucking medication. Like, oh yeah, he tried to blame ADHD. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck you, Tom Bins, for trying to blame <laughs> a disease, a, a condition that many of us have. I hope, I hope, I hope you're suffering in your prison, you idiot. <laughs> um, I've never. Ever. I've been off my head. I have been fucking gone. Crazy, Andre. But yeah, I yeah, have yeah. never, ever... I've never molested anyone. Uh, I've never nonced anybody. You know what I was thinking about the other day with these men who are arseholes, mm. like these people, like you... Like, oh, listen, don't get me wrong. I've been a prick. Oh, yeah, we've all... Yeah. I've been an arsehole. No, but done something yeah. major. Yeah, Like yeah, something major. Yeah. Like, we've all been arseholes, but... Um, wouldn't you like to... Like these people, like Louis C. Like when the Louis C. Came, I, I'm such a big Louis C. I was C. heartbroken. I was. I, I, it broke me. Yeah, and same. like I didn't. I went through like the seven acceptance things yeah, 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 of like same, denying. Same. No, he can't have. And because I like that guy so much, and like I still even listen to his stuff, but I just can't mm. enjoy it the same. And you no, know, there's a lot of dicks in it now. When you listen back to it now, you go, oh, what? When oh, his old. There's a lot stuff. of masturbating. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. You, that, that, these people are always trying to tell us who they are. Yeah. They're always trying to tell you. It's like you can't really hide the truth from anyone. Mm. It's all there. Like language is limiting, but you can see when you go look, he's standing there masturbating yeah. in a routine on stage and stuff. Um, but um, what I always think with these people, it's like you're such great artists and I don't understand. Well, I suppose they're psychos. Like, all of their like their their back catalogue is kind of like tainted and stuff. Mm. And like, wouldn't you like to just move through life feeling good and being nice to people? Yeah. Or like, if you had like if you had horrible desires, wouldn't you better off speaking to a therapist? Or well, I think it's that you don't. Don't the, you want to look back and have a clean track record of people? <laughs> he was a swell guy. Well, they get they get to that point where it just the desire becomes stronger than mm, anything, yeah. and they think they're going to get away with it. Yeah. And I mean, I just Louis C.K. I mean, he's explained it since, and mm. I'm not. It, 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 he still did what he did, and mm. it, I'm not lumping him in with a fucking murderous paedophile. Yeah, that's terrible. That's yeah. that's not the same thing at all. But um, it's yeah, they they kind of go. With, in the, with the case of Ian Watkins, he's, all, it, he's so gone. Um, yeah, and like crazy power, on and drugs. Then he, and he was, yeah, crazy on drugs. He had all that power because he was a massive rock star. So they think they can get away with it. And he, that's it. The desire becomes so strong. They're like, I'll, I'll get away with it. I'll yeah. probably just get away with it. I'll hide it and hide it. And then not think it's ever going to come out. And it's such a shame. Because like I said, when we had it at the SOS clothing in the in the warehouse, we were printing the T-shirts. And we were both talking, all talking about it. And we went, let's put it on. And we put that one on. Yeah. And we listened to it to the end, and we just we had we were just so sad. Yeah. So at the end, we were like, "That is such a fucking tune." Yeah, yeah. But we can't listen to it. It's heartbreaking. You know, it's like it's Michael Jackson. You kind of go, yeah. "Fuck!" Yeah. All I can think about now yeah. is you with your little alarm system, yeah. with your string in your belt. <laughs> That's right. That's exactly what I think about. Yeah. That's exactly what I think about as well. It's that yeah, yeah, leaving Neverland. Fucking horrible. Insane. <laughs> anyway. Well, anyway, anywho. back to it. Um, oh, we're we doing for time. This is so good. Mate, it's. We're going back to you. So you, so you, so now you found some work. 
Yeah, doing that work. for a bit. Yeah, got so the Soho that's, dates. So that's you got the Soho dates yeah. as well. So that's good. Yeah, you got those good things coming up. I think that's it. It's, I try and explain to my missus. It's like, yeah, it's shit now. Won't be forever. We'll come out the other end. Like I've got shit going on, and yeah. one day it won't be there. It'll be something else. Yeah. You know, so, you know, I'll be. You get peaks and troughs. Yeah, it really is, and you just have to remind. You know, my mum's always reminded me to just try and stay centered. Mm. You know, if I have like a really great gig and I'm having a, like a period of like lots of joy and excitement, to try not to get too fucking high on it. Yes. And if you're having a really rough time, try not to get too fucking low on it, mm. which is so much easier said than done. But you know, <clears throat> something to be said for white knuckling as well. Like it's not mm. good, but like. I sometimes just white knuckle it through the tough times. I'm like, it's really, really shit at the minute, and I'm mm. I'm really, really sad at the minute. But I'm just going to get through the day. I'm going to feed myself, try and get some sunlight, try and get some exercise. Doubt yeah. it. But you just like instead of doing anything crazy, stupid, you know, just being like, better days will come. Better days will come. Yeah, just have a mantra yeah. and just keep going through it. Yeah, I have. I do punish myself if I don't get to the gym or I don't or I've eaten shit all day. And then I'm like, oh, do you know what? It's, I'll just, I'll just try again tomorrow. Mm. And it, it doesn't have to be a complete change. Mm. You just eat less shit. Mm-hmm. Put some greens in there. And oh man! Just little bits, little, little changes. I say this all the time on here. Little changes. Yeah. Have a glass of water. Then have a couple. Yeah. You don't have to have. A, you don't have liters and liters. I know that's good for you. Yeah. And you're supposed to have whatever you're supposed to have a day. But you have a glass of water in the morning when you wake up. That's nice. Simple things. Just little things like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you'll start those little bits. So now, where before I used to be crippled with depression, Mm. and I just lay there going, what is the fucking point in all of this? I still feel sometimes that I'm busting my ass for nothing. It feels a bit futile. But at the same time, like, this is all I have. This is, at least I'm doing things. And all the bad stuff I can't really do much about. I'm dealing with it as best I can. I'm trying to pull my head out of the sand and not yeah. ignore it. Yeah. I'm doing and all those little changes. And then after a while, I've started to be I think more positively now. Okay. I'm like whereas before I didn't, everything was negative, everything was shit. Yeah. Now I'm like, no, I'm in a nice I'm in a nice position. I've got a beautiful wife and I live in Brighton and my mm. gigs are going really well, better than ever. I'm busy than I've ever been. Mm. Kids are well. Mm. I'm gonna be fine. My friends and family, everyone's fine. Yeah, yeah, this is cool. And you start working from that. Do you ever do gratitude stuff? Like I was thinking about doing that the other day, just because my thoughts have been so negative. I've been thinking mm. everything is shit, everything is broken, yeah. government's shit, yeah, everyone's yeah, lying yeah. to me. Like and nothing is good, nothing is good. Everything in like nothing works properly. Everything's cheap. Everything's cheap and uh, shit. Yeah. yeah, and I was like, you've got to be grateful for what you have. And mm. I haven't done it, but I was thinking you know, people have to keep gratitude. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm yeah, grateful yeah. that I have my health today. Like, <laughs> you know, but, it you know, sounds it, wanky. It does, doesn't it? But like, but it's good to do. But just to get into the habit, because it's just I'm in a habit of being negative about Shame. stuff. Same, absolutely. But also, fucking like you listen to like really good music, and they're like everything's broken, everything's shit. Like when we, we're going to mm. go see benefits, yeah, I know. they think everything's <laughs> miserable and broken, and we're going to be at the back of the room with pints in our hands, going like, fuck yeah, it is, fuck yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's fucking cool. Yeah, burn the world. Let's watch it burn. You know. Yeah. But then cut to you the next day alone in your house. You're like, oh, fuck. Everything is broken. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why can't I get the thing to work? <laughs> you said, but that's it, isn't it? But I think we're in a really shit bit now. It can't last forever. Mm. They're gonna. Whoever's in charge is gonna have to do something. Yeah. Because it's getting people are gonna die. 
basically. It's like the way that you know. our, our, our mental health goes from like, everything fucking rules, I love mm. what I do, to like, everything fucking sucks, yeah. why am I doing this with my life? It's like, it's like, uh, like rings around Jupiter. It's like, yeah. it's just going, it's all, oh, sorry, suns around the earth. You know, it's just, it's coming around, everything kind of goes from mm. left to right. <laughs> everything, life does just sway, like things, it's it shit, does, yeah. things are great, good news, bad news. Like, it, it, it feels like you just go from pole to pole yeah. sometimes. It does. And it's the same for everybody. Yeah. The one, the people that don't feel that way are psychopaths. Mm. We've talked about that on here a few times. Mm. They're the ones that are just like, don't give a shit. I mm. don't. Well, that doesn't even cross my mind. Mm. Just like, oh, I need the thing. I need that done. I'm doing that. Yeah, it's kind of enviable yeah. in a way. Yeah, 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 yeah. I wish I had that. I'd like to be a bit more switched off from yeah. it all. Kind of looking around going, Ugh. It's easy when you're a comedian to be like, shit, am I a psycho? Because I want everyone to look at look at me and shut up mm. when I'm talking. Because <laughs> that's kind of what you're asking people to do. Yeah. But then you're just so grateful that I have like overwhelming emotions of like, I'm not good enough or like, yeah. oh, actually I smashed tonight. I fucking rule. <laughs> like, I know I have a full spectrum of emotions. So I'm, I'm very grateful for that. Yeah. Can you imagine? Uh, did you, I watched the, the thing where the guy killed the lady in the submarine recently. Have you seen that? Oh God, no. I know oh, of scary. it. Scary. She he, just went to interview him or something. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. What the fuck? It's crazy because the documentary about him and then at the end you find out he's what, he's what a psychopath is. So you're looking at him being like, holy shit, that's what a psycho is. And he's uh, really charismatic. Oh, they all are. Yeah. There was, um, I remember watching the Iceman tapes um, and, I was, uh, and they went on to make a film of it with uh, Michael Shannon, the Iceman. Oh, that's right. I've heard yeah, about yeah, yeah, yeah. It's about this guy, and he said he was he used to kill. He talking about he just just oh. sitting there talking about what you how he, who Is he, he a killed. Mafia hitman. Yeah, I've seen it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I watched it ages ago. Fucking brilliant. Yeah. But then they talk. Then now they've said that Iceman. after stuff he said was bollocks. But oh, right, okay. But, but the way he was like, yeah, and you know, I did that, and I did that, and then before I met them, I'd killed a bunch of people anyway. Oh, so you know, like, just emotionally saying, yeah, that yeah I ended yeah. their lives. Yeah, <laughs> fucking hell. Ooh. But all of that, all those people, you just... I wouldn't want to be that kind of psychopath. Mm. I just wish I didn't care. Yeah, <laughs> but then... But then you wouldn't feel joy as no. as, as wonderfully as you do. And yeah. Imagine being numb, that would be the worst. I used to get told all the time, my ex used to say, you're just too nice, you're just nice to everybody. I'm like, well, I'd rather be that. Yeah. I'd rather people go, he's too nice. Yeah. Then people go that prick, yeah, yeah you know. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. I am, I'm pleased to see everybody, and yeah. I want to be nice to everyone. And it's, it, it doesn't take a lot of effort for me to. It's the best. I fucking love it, and I love making people laugh. Yeah. That's why I do what I do. How do you find keeping up that positivity when you are in a like the other day? I like I was like super depressed, and I, like I'm I'm only just coming out of that like in the last few days because I landed this job. Mm. How sad is it that it linchpins on that? Like, oh, okay, I've got financial yeah, safety yeah, for the next is, six it? weeks. Yeah. I I can be happy again. It's dumb. I should be able to be happy when I'm. Struggling at the yeah. same time, but um, I'd gone to meet up with some friends. They were going to go see Stiff Little Fingers at Ali Pali. Nice. I didn't have tickets, but I went to like link up and catch up with them. And I walked there with them. And these kind of like young Australian girls who were going to the gig as well. They were like eighteen or nineteen mm. or something. They kind of like joined our group and they were walking along. They were like, "Oh, do you want some wine?" And they were like, "So excited mm. to see the show!" <laughs> and they were like chatting to like, "Oh, like, are you going to the show?" And like chatting to me and mm. stuff. And I was in my, I was, I was just like, "Just leave me alone." <laughs> I was finding it really hard to be really? like happy go like, "Oh no, I'm not going to the gig." I was just like, "Oh, can you piss off, please?" <laughs> and it was kind of like I felt bad that I couldn't be like just happy go lucky. Yeah. I was like, "Oh yeah, fine." You know, I was just, I, I just mm. was like neutral with them. Yeah, but like I. I couldn't meet their opt. I mean, they were like 
they were like 19 they were like mm. excited to get it again <laughs> and i was just like mm. i felt like an old bloke <laughs> like, oh, i can't relate to you can you leave me alone? Uh, so this is all going on in your own head and yeah yeah i always i have that i may sometimes have that moment and then i in my head as i'm talking to everybody i kind of have to go and you know, come on rich this mm. is a good thing these mm. are they're in a good mood yeah so what let yeah. them be in a good mood yeah. and why don't you join in and forget about your shit for a minute and it feels a lot of the time everything gets you down and I feel like you know when the Hulk comes out of the rubble and like shakes himself off I feel like that right so yeah. I've been flattened by a building and then I'm like oh god everything's shit yeah. and then I'm like well I have no choice but to carry on I don't want to I hate feeling sad and depressed. So, mm. do you know what? I am not going to feel that way anymore. Yeah. And I can feel myself standing up and I'm shaking up all the rubble. Yeah. And I'm like, right, let's fucking go yeah. again. Yeah. All right. And then the next building falls on you. Yeah. You're like, oh, yeah. God, why do buildings keep falling on me? Yeah, it's just it's just the way life is. Yeah, but I think it's that. I, and it's taken me 51 years yeah. to get to that point where I'm like, right, I literally have no option now. Mm. I have to keep going. Mm. And so you shake it all off. Yeah. Just accept on. the full spectrum of life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I've had it like the other day, my wife and I having a chat and she was having a bit of a meltdown and I kind of had to leave the room and I came back in. I'm like, and because I, I went out of the room, I'm like, fuck, I just need everything and everyone to just pull it together a bit. Mm. It was half a second. And I walked back in. I went, right, babe, listen, we're going to be fine. Mm. You and I, we're fine. We're going to be fine. All mm. right. So let's fucking let's mm. fucking do it, babe. Come on. Are, are you are you a good communicator about your emotions with your partner? I find now it I am, incredibly yeah. hard to express how I'm feeling. So like, if I'm going for a really tough time, I'm just kind of like quiet and depressive around the house, mm. and then that has an impact on Uno, and she'll kind of it'll kind of rub you know it rubs off. Yeah. And then we go around each other for a while where we're just kind of feeling like things are shit and we're drifting apart mm. and I kind of don't want to engage in a conversation because what's the conversation going to be yeah I'm having a shit time at the minute yeah things are shit at the minute I haven't got any money I'm really I feel guilty that you're kind of having to like, go to work every day and I'm sitting around the flat mm. watch, watching YouTube and applying for jobs and doing fuck all and there's like a guilt and we well, see that there what you've just done yeah that's how you do it mm. and there's no right time yeah, to right, do it exactly there's yeah. no this is how this is what I've learned now yeah there's no right time to do it. There's no, it won't, the conversation won't just flow into that. It's just literally when you're, when, like you're already aware that, that that kind of atmosphere permeates around the flat, mm -hmm. brings you both down. Mm -hmm. So you can just say, you're like, babe, you know what? I'm just, this is how I'm, I'm sorry about the, this. I, fi I find that's, I, yeah. I never do it's that. It's weird. I mean, I it's a weird thing to do. What, once you start doing it, mm. I just go, I go now, I go, do you know what? Even if I don't know what I go, mm. do you know what? I just feel weird. Mm. I don't know if my blood sugar's low mm. or I've eaten something that's made me go a bit weird. Mm. I'm, I'm having, I feel, I feel weird. I feel jangly and I feel odd. And, and she's like, no, I get it. I get it. And, and it's a weird thing to do. Yeah. And it'll never be the right time. But once you start doing it, then they understand as well. And it's like, yeah. you know, then I'm like, look, babe, it's not you. I'm just in a weird headspace. I might go for a walk around the block for a minute mm. or I might do something. I'll be back in a minute. And she's like, yeah, no, no, I get it. Rather than just go like, sit in mood. Because then, because they have empathy and they care about you, yeah. they'll go, I know my wife, she's going, oh, God, what have I done now? What mm. have I done now? And I, know, and I don't want her to feel that way. Because mm. I've been in relationships before, and I've made that, and I'm, and I'm like, no, I'm fine. Don't worry mm. about it. And they're like, oh, God, what have I done? And yeah. I'm like, but now I don't want anyone to feel that way. Yeah. So now I'm like, this is where I'm at in a minute. That's and true. I don't know what to do about it. And I feel odd. 
I'm a bit stressed about this. It's so hard to find the words, isn't it? Yeah, yeah that's just, it. It's going to be just to start putting things out. It's going to be clunky. Just to start saying things yeah, out loud, yeah, yeah. just even if it is shitty and clunky. Do yeah. you ever do that? Have you ever had arguments with people in your head when you're like All doing the washing up with housemates? You don't, and you're like, what? Well, when I see them, I'm going to fucking. I'm going to tell them. I had it. With, I had a promoter in my head the other day. I was, oh yeah, he just he's fucked me off for years. <laughs> Should call up. him up live yeah. on the show. Hey Graham, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I fucking had it, dude. <laughs> yeah. I'm done with this bullshit, man. I was in my head. I'm like, that's it. I'm done. I'm not working for him anymore. Fucking, fucking, fucking. And then I got a load of gigs off him, and I went, oh, fuck, <laughs> all right, do it again. Yeah, Let's right. go round again. There's a really shit part of my brain that will start to like. It's like a def- it's like a pathetic defensive mm. option that my brain goes into when I'm depressed and having a rough time, where like it will start going th- things against my partner. Yeah. Like, well, she doesn't ask me how I'm feeling. Uh, Do you know what I mean? She never asks us how we're feeling. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, well. it's like uh, what's his name in Lord of the Rings? <laughs> like the evil, you know what I mean? And yeah. that's anger. That's anger's voice yeah, being like, yeah, yeah. well, it's not me. It's not you. You could possibly never be wrong. Blame somebody else for your problems, yeah, you yeah, idiot yeah. man. You know, yeah, and, it, exactly. and I, and I recognise that voice now and I'm like, oh, my dad might have done that in the past mm. or like his dad might, you know, like I feel like I have a responsibility to stop doing that shit. Yeah. To stop like blaming other people for my problems or blaming my partner, blaming my, you know, getting yeah. into a toxic relationship where I'm like, well, you never ask me how I'm doing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mate. Imagine saying that. Yeah, Imagine yeah, yeah. What, I remember hearing somebody on a phone <laughs> once saying, you ruined my day. Your day? There's a billion people on this planet, mate. Yeah. Your day? My day! It's not your day, it's just another day. How people get so selfish. Yeah. Selfishness is like the worst. Mm. We get so self-obsessed yes. and self-concerned. And if you can like start removing yourself and just thinking, what if I just start, okay, what if I get a really nice dinner ready for Una when she gets back from work? Mm. She'll be happy, a smile will come on her face, I'll feel good because I've made her a dinner. Do you and know that's what I mean? it, isn't it? Fuck. Guess what? Yeah. It benefits you. Yeah. This is the thing. We're all getting a bit too self-involved. A bit like oh, I used to be the same when I was in when I was married before. Beautiful wife, India, fantastic woman, very supportive, amazing. But I fucking ruined it because mm-hmm. I was going to go. Oh well, she doesn't do this, this, and this, and I, I should. That's what I should have. And so when I get this, this, and this, and then I'll be more that. And what that, and was that. that? Was that like anger? Yeah, about yeah your it was. Life I wasn't. I, I, yeah, I hadn't dealt with stuff. I hadn't right. had therapy. Right, I hadn't it was done the past. Yeah, I was lugging on to yeah, you, and dragging you down. Yeah, lugging all this shit about. Blaming everybody else, and and now you know, India and I, we still we still talk now and again if we have to, but we're not. There's no animosity She's there. The mother of your children? No, no, no. She no. was so the mother of my kids. We were we're, we're best mates. Right. Like we chat. We don't chat as much now. She's yeah. off to Grenada and stuff. Right. But top woman, we've been through some shit. We knew each other when we were kids, so it's okay. been odd. India's now gone off. She's married, kids, great life, and I'm so so happy and yeah. um, I've been able to say I'm so happy and I'm really sorry I was such a prick mm. and she's like well you know you had to, you had stuff, stuff to deal with and I had stuff to deal with and mm. yeah that's fine but now I'm so aware of it I'm like I don't know if I treat this person mm-hmm. how I would like to be treated which I know sounds yeah. fucking easy yeah. like that yeah. like I do I get up in the morning um, unless I've been out like too late at night yeah. and I'll get up in the morning with, with uh, Kate and I make a breakfast, and if there's that, I'll make her a lunch or whatever, and mm-hmm. and because I want to do it, mm-hmm. I want her to, mm-hmm. I want to want her to know that I want her to be happy, it's and her happiness log- will make me happy. It's chucking logs onto the fire yeah, of joy, yeah, you know, and it benefits you yeah. doing things for other people without without expecting anything back. Yeah, it's such a 
yeah. You, yeah. you don't. It's just so be easy for a minute. Just yeah. for a minute. Yeah, yeah, just yeah. put your Instagram down and just do one thing for somebody that you love or yeah. you care. Be kind to the people around you. Exactly. And, and then be, they'll be, be kind, kind to you. you. And yes. then everything's fucking sweet. Yes. It's easy. <laughs> I had I had a realization when I was on Magic Mushrooms once. Nice. About how. I have like a power mm. in my ability to make people laugh. Yeah. Like uh, that that's like that's a power that I wield. Yeah. I use it. I, I, I actively seek rooms of people out and I, I use it on them. I go, ha, 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 yeah. <laughs> look what I've got. Yeah. And I use it like a sword. But you can use you ever, like you, you go back like when I go back to Southampton and I'm in a pub and I say, Oh, you really stay That's them try that's them using the power of funny with their friends to make somebody else feel bad. Yes. They're using it wrong. They and I remember having this thing where I was like, I should never use my power in inverted commas to hurt people. Mm. Because it's it, it you should when I was like figuring out my comedic voice, I, I realized very early on that I never wanted anyone to kind of be the butt of a joke. I never wanted to like, you twats or, yeah. you know, like a, a group of people or a joke about a subject that somebody might have gone through. Like, like, I don't know, very clunky, ham handed example, like a rape joke. Mm. Like I would never do a rape because no. how do you know there's not anyone, even though, no, 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 no. If you, if you look at the joke written down, it's not actually a bad joke. Yeah. No, shut up. Somebody in this room might have, that might fucking happen to them. Yeah. And, and how they've gone out for a nice, they're feeling vulnerable. They've gone to a gig, they sat down and then they've been triggered and they're having a panic attack because they're having flashbacks. You know what I mean? Mm. Like what we do, it, it People hand our, their, their brain to us, and we they're, <laughs> we get to take their imagination by the hand and run off down the street with it. Yeah, yeah. Come on, let's go! Don't take it down a dark alley. <laughs> no, you're right. I just think yeah. that's fucking cruel. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, you're right. That's yeah. absolutely right. They're expecting joy and bright lights yes. and fun, yeah. and then they go, "Oh, we got Danny!" And you go, yeah. "No, I don't like Why it. Did you know, take us there? This is where is the monsters are." Yeah. Yeah, there is that thing. No topic is taboo. You can joke about anything, and that is you completely can, fine. You can, yes. but that's that's on you. Why, yeah. why did you want to go to that monster alley? Yeah. Oh, because the laughs are bigger. Because people were scared. Mm. What, why do you want to scare people? You fucking weirdo. Yeah, I, know. I know. I just want to make people laugh. But there needs yeah. to be a full spectrum of everything in yes. life. So I'm 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 not against that kind of comedy. It's just for me how I feel comfortable when I'm on stage mm. and where where I'm funny. I'm not funny when I'm talking about stuff that's dark. No, I'm funny when I'm talking about. Mosh pits, uh, mosh pits, and whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that's the thing that you've hit the nail on the head there. It's got you, yes, there are things that are in the world that not particularly for me, but I appreciate they exist and there is an audience for these things, and it's that good, mm. and that's how it should be. Mm. But I'm not sitting there going, well, I don't like that, so that should not exist. Yeah. That's the thing that's happening now. Yeah, that's dumb. And you're going like, fuck off, let them get on with it. You get so, on with your yeah, bit, but yeah. this they get joy out of getting the, the power that they get when they yeah, when a thing gets cancelled. Yeah. They love that pile on. And yeah, they do. And that's a shame. And that's because they're all feeling insecure, which is why people get bullied at school. I got bullied at school, so I was getting I was bullying someone. And it went down the line. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you're, you're all getting it. And so yeah, it, yeah. that's what happens. That's what's happening now with this cancel thing. Yeah. It's just like, oh, they said a thing, and I don't like that, yeah. so they have to be gone. And, and it's tied in with morality. It's very tight. So if people go, my morality yes. is this, and I need to... I need to stand by it. So if I ever see anything that goes against my morality, and that's kind of good. That is kind of good. But yeah. it would be shit to have a, a playing field that was watered down because people were treading so lightly. Yeah. Um, I, I think that when comedians 
are of a certain ilk so i do really silly stuff and somebody else does really dark stuff once we transcend above a certain level in comedy people are paying just to come to see you because they know what you do yes but if you're like an open micer and you're doing like a clunky fucking sexual assault joke yeah fuck off you, yeah, you haven't got the skills you yet. haven't got the skills to handle this <laughs> people here don't know what to expect yeah. don't don't just don't. Yeah. <laughs> you're like working in a bakery. You've got any gloves? You're like, you haven't. You're not prepared for this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so what's next for Rob Copland? What's going on? So you've got the, the job, Soho, the Soho dates, and you got the, the Soho dates, thing, yeah. mate. Yes, debut show. Excited? So excited! It's so- no, it's a, you. It's a real sense of achievement when you get a gig like that dude like yeah. when I moved to London I went and saw Sam Simmons Spaghetti for Breakfast mate and excellent I, and I went to see it at the Soho Theatre and was like just sitting there being like I think I could do this I yeah. think I could do this I think I've got this in me and it's crazy to like man like I was speaking to Una the other night and I was just being super negative about it all mm. I was like no one's gonna come I the show's not even that good. Yeah. I'm don't deserve this. It's on a Monday and a Tuesday. It's rubbish. Yeah, they're just they just me to fill a gap. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No. Like all the negative voices coming in. But it's isn't it crazy that like your dreams can come mm. true? Yeah. And instead of being like my dreams came true, you're like I don't want to. You turn into a baby and you're like I'm scared. <laughs> it's it's a really scary thing to actualize to self actualize. Mm. It's like profound and weird, and you don't expect it and the it's so like um surreal that you kind of can't accept it yeah you can't it's a, it's a, it's hard to swallow yeah this is actually happening i've actually got so and but then like how lame is that like comedians should be cool like yeah no come check out my show at the Soho theater i'm fucking crazy stoked to be there <laughs> sure. that's like embarrassing comedians should be like oh yeah just come see my show but i'm like oh my god dude like i was the same <laughs> i was the same i was posting going what this is such a major achievement for me, yeah. considering where I started. Didn't even, never had dreams of being a comedian. And now I'm playing the fucking Soho yeah, Theatre. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Yeah, it's so exciting. And so you are allowed to be that way as yeah. well. And so you know I'll tell you this now. I love what you do. And I'm just Thank saying you. this because you sat here. Where, when I, you, is you, and there's people like Jordan Brooks and like people of that ilk. That's mm-hmm. where you are for mm-hmm. me. Yeah. And I, when I watch you, I'm like, fuck, I wish I was more like that. I'm, I'm not like that. And obviously I've got my own thing, but yeah. I watch people like, you know, like, I want to, that, yeah, that's I mean, fucking great. So you're, you're inspiring. Thanks. And that's friend. what you have to remember. Kind. You're wandering around going like, everyone thinks I'm a cunt. But you're not. Mm. Everyone thinks, mm. fuck Rob Copland, mm. man. Everyone I speak to about you goes, yeah. fucking yeah, man. My missus adores you. <laughs> loves the, yeah. the, with the stuff, trying to get the pit going. Jesus yeah. Christ. She keeps, keeps on about it. And I'm like, I know he's an, I admire him and I love him. And then, that's what you have to remember. Remember, yeah. it's going to be but two but or three I think I'd be a psycho if I was walking around saying, "Yeah, that oh god, yeah, yeah, of course you would." So, like, sometimes yeah. I feel like I'm trying to balance out my ego by yeah. being mean to myself. I'm almost trying to bring myself back down to earth by mm. being mean to myself. Because if I walked around the whole time thinking like, "I'm fucking, I'm a maverick at comedy," <laughs> like people want to be like, yeah, like yeah. I, my ideas are second to none. Yeah. I know people like that. There's yeah. like, there's part of me that thinks like that, and there's part of me that thinks like negatively. And it's yeah, like, yeah. can't they just be happy me? Anyway, thank you so much for your lovely compliments. But you have to have that balance, and yeah. that's the thing. There's a bit you have to. We are we walk that that real tightrope of being confident in our abilities whilst mm. at the same time being insecure mm. as well mm. and the insecurity is what keeps us 
yeah. on the even path. I yeah. think we need both. And yeah, so, 100%. and at one point, it's going to fluctuate, as you already said. One day you're going to feel like, I'm fucking bulletproof. Yeah. And then the next yeah. day after your shit gig, oh my God, I yeah. should never do this again. Yeah. And it up and down, up and down. And that's where it's at, man. Yeah, yeah, really and is. to have you on and for yeah. you to come down here yeah. to the studio, man, that was commitment. It's got to be face to face. Fucking love this, man. I'm glad yeah. we did this. Yeah. Tell me about the show. Um, the show is called Mainstream Muck, Give Me Some of That. Where did that title come from? I came up with the idea for the title when I was on the phone to my brother and we were having a conversation about how when I do stand-up, because like the way you describe me is like mm. a, like a wild, yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. normal. I, I'm you know, on a journey. I'm still on a journey to try and find my creative voice and my, my, my comedic voice. Mm. And I, sometimes I look at my act and I'm like, well, that's not going to ever be on Live at the Apollo. That's not ever going to be like palatable to a mainstream audience. Like, but... Sadly, that's the. I was having this conversation with someone the other day. I was like, I, I've come up with this metaphor for comedians. Comedians are like fireworks, right. and you don't really know what kind of firework they're going to be until you light them. And yeah. <laughs> oh, he's one of those. <laughs> oh, he's one of those. Oh, he's gone across the garden. <laughs> oh God, he's one of those. He's in the greenhouse yeah, again. Yeah, and um, you you don't actually choose what firework mm, you're going to be no. you don't have any control over it that's true so every time i've like tried to reel it in and just be like calm mm. and normal yeah quote unquote normal it's gone awfully for me so yeah, I, it's not you yeah, yeah so i called the show mainstream muck give me some of that as a way to remind myself to not try and fit in mm. to not try and be what i think mainstream i mean a lot of my stuff is mate it's observational comedy yeah, of course. dressed up in a, in a weird way but it, I, I titled it that as a, as a way to remind myself. And also stream, it's about fishing. Um, right. Give me some of that. I don't know. It's just funny. Yeah, it's great. Um, I love that. I love a title like that. Yeah. I just, it was straight, I was like, yeah, <laughs> absolutely it's called that. Yeah. And then the show is just it's about that. It's about... So, like, when the show started, like, the, the subtext, because it was, like, my first Edinburgh hour, and I was like, it's got to have, like, a thing going mm. on, like, a deeper meaning. Like, my, 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 one of my favourite Edinburgh shows I've ever seen is Heidi Regan. She right. did a show called Heidi vs. Sharks. Yeah. And it had, like, a subtext. So I studied film at uni, and I'm, like, I'm really into, like, subtext. So, like, okay, Jaws the film is about... A, a, a Jaws is a, this shark's attacking people on the beach. Mm. And it's a, but what it is about, it's about, like, loss of power, loss of control. It's right. like the dad feeling like he doesn't have any control over his, his life anymore to be, to be a, like, a, a, a dad who can take care mm. of his family. Um, so the show's, like, subtext when I started out... And I was thinking, like, what is my debut hour going to be about? I, I was, I had this uh, this memory back to when I first started stand up, and I was like, stand up's like all I've ever wanted to do with my yeah. life, and I fucked up so many jobs. I've been fired so many times. Have you? I've been fired so many times just for being a fuck up. Just like you know, like forgetting yeah, the bag yeah, story yeah, I told yeah. you earlier. Like all, like loads of. I've just done. I just do loads of stuff like that all the time. Yeah. I feel incompetent. And I feel like an idiot a lot of the time. And I, when I decided I was going to do stand up, I think I was like, I'd done my first gig or something, mm. and I was like, "Fuck, this is it. This is this is it." Yeah. And I made a crazy promise with myself where I said, "I'm going to make it in ten years, or I'll kill myself." Wow. And I made a promise to myself, like a blood pact. Fuck. And I kind of forgot about that. Yeah. But good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't feel like that anymore. No. But I made a 
packed with myself. I put a gun to my head and I said, you go out there and make yeah. them laugh, boy. Which, and I was awful. Like the first three, it was all so stressful and horrible. And I remember, oh yeah, because you said, it, you, you've got a gun to your head yeah. saying, make them laugh, kid. It's like, that's not, yeah, yeah, yeah. that is not the space to be creative <laughs> and free in. And I come to that realization only recently, really, that yeah. like I was in a bad place and I was trying to drive myself falls with the threat of death yeah that's nuts fucking hell man and i when i was building the show that was kind of in the show yeah and i, I was it so i so what i did is i took the subtext of ending it all if i don't do it is by saying that the show is like oh i'm going to ach- i don't want to say what the spoiler is for no, the show but no. i'm going to achieve this in the show okay or I'm going to have to move back to Southampton and join the family business, which is fishing. I'm going to be a right. fisherman for the rest of my life, sitting on the <laughs> riverbank co- contemplating life. So that that's like the me- that's like an allegory for I'm going to make it, yeah. or I'm going to get out of here. Do that. Yeah, which is like an insane like. I, but I but I I lifted that out of the show. I don't say that. I mm. never said that. It, well, at the beginning of the Fringe run, I was saying it, and I was like, oh, if, I don't feel uncomfortable saying this because it's true. I don't feel yeah. cheesy, but what if I take it out and I took it out and it like, Oh, it's the sub, the subtext is there. The meaning is there because I'm, it's coming from something true. So it's not like it's weird and made up because it's like, no, my, I don't come from a long line of fishermen and stuff. And you know, yeah, it's, but it's, it's truth. It's like truth under the craziness. And I think that comes through with any art. If you have, you know, the truth that makes you realize a lie or the lie that makes you realize the truth. Mm. Um, so that's where the show came from. And it's kind of like just a clusterfuck of all the things I've been doing in stand up until now. And I think it's like a real genuine um, portrait of what my act is like and yeah. what I'm like. Um, it takes a lot out of me. It's high yeah, energy. Can you imagine? It's I've seen you do a 20. Energy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's high energy and stuff. Yeah. I can't do it again next year. I, can't, I, I think my show next year is going to be like... Sitting down. Yeah, I want to I want to try and like see if I can reel myself in. You're going to do one about meditation. And, yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sitting some, on a carpet. Yeah, just something... I was thinking the other day of like the objective for the next show is like it could work as an audio format. Like it could work as a really good album yeah, that you listen right. to. Then... And I set that as the objective. That will bring me in a little bit. Yeah. Uh, oh, mate. Yeah. See, the thing, always moving forward, always trying new ideas. Yeah. And that's why I fucking love you. Oh, I think you're brilliant. Thank you. Uh, and when, what are the dates at Soho Theatre? The 6th and the 7th of March. It's a Monday and Tuesday. Okay. Um, tickets are online now. Yep. Get them. Get them. It's such Honestly, a go and get them. I've worked with Rob a couple of times and he's fucking brilliant. You will come away exhausted. Like just from laughing, it's just. I remember driving back from was it Canterbury? Yeah, get we boring. Coming yeah. back, and we was like my wife and I was like, he's fucking mental, but in a good way. It was yeah. fucking great. Uh, Rob, thanks, man. Man, this has been so so good. Yeah. So where are you on the socials? Oh yeah, it's at Robert D Copland. Yeah. On all of them. Um, yeah. Cool. We'll it. put a link for the tickets connected to this as well. That'd be great. So everyone can do that. Um, and mate, thanks for coming down. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Made by darkhorsedigital.co.uk Shooting, live streaming and podcast production.